I hope so. I hope I feel bad we're not giving Monday night and Tuesday night, but I want to be um, trying to get a balance of Shalom Bayes and the Shir. So, uh, it's interesting. One, one person called me. Very fascinating how, you know, you speak for six minutes with him and Chamerev. You're never sure what people remember. So the guy called me tonight and he said, did you say uh, in the Shir the night before that if you're not coming home and you're going straight to a Masiba, you should tell your wife is still at home to light? I said, yeah, I said that. He's going straight from work to a Masiba. So it's not like not getting home at 12 o'clock at night. So he said, uh, he asked me, what do I do tomorrow night? Do I say Shachianu? So go Shaila. So Machlekes, the Bach, another Peskim, tell you another Machlekes, when somebody's being met to you at home, should you say Birchazariah when you see him in Ur? Um So that's me, Birchaz, the Hadlik, he's not saying it because he's not doing it. So Shasanisim is up for grabs and Shachianu is up for grabs. So the Bach holds you do, the Mishabura Paskins, you don't. And the Mishabura and this Shaila says, Shachian, the second night you don't because she was made to you last night. And he says in the Sharetzim, the Elia Rabbah says, and that which the Bach says, you say Shachian, you saw the second night, he's going to Lushitosli. So the answer is basically not. Then he told me he bought himself a gorgeous menorah. Unbelievable. And he's using it first tomorrow night. I said, that you can make Shachian one. He says, if it's for you with the family, but then it'll be Teva Metiv. So he said, ah, you know, I hope the family enjoys, but I'm not letting anybody touch it. <laughs> so... So I told him, you know what? It's the Bach. It sounds like the other rabbi holds the Bach. Hold, you make shachian on the next tomorrow night. It's the first time he's making it. We don't really pass like it. I said, if you really want to be cutting edge, make the first two brachas, make a lalin shalosnisim, and then start lighting. I don't want to be a hesik. I don't want to tell him to make shachian and be a hesik. And then once you're well on your way, you want to make shachian on the on the menorah and on the halakha. So uh, that's an unusual uh, cutting edge way of doing it. Pashas, you want to make Shechem on the Menorah, you can make Shechem before you start. But, uh, but there was a Tzir uh, of Shittas, but Halach Lamaisa, if well, everybody's here now, so obviously you all let yourself. But this, uh, this person is now stuck at a Masiba. Uh, he wasn't too happy about it. He said he's never making it home. He said by the time he finishes work, he's going straight there, and, uh, and that's it. So um, these things do come up once in a while. Okay. Tzabah Lechaim. We had the introduction last night. What? He could, but, you know, he wants to eat. He wants to eat at the Mesiva. He can't eat. He can't wash and eat any Mesinus if he didn't light yet. No, no. If his life was, if his wife was made to him and he had a mind to be eight, so he can't light again with brochus. So you could say, why doesn't his wife not be made to him? Then I'll get home at 12 o'clock. That's doable, but then you really can't eat. Unless you point to Shimer, but the Shimer is very complicated because the Shimer can't be with you at the party. So he, he can eat potato chips, latkes, you know. Things like that. Uh, it's not, it's very, I mean, technically, uh, I'm really pushing it. Say so you can set up a shmira, you walk into the house, there's like tape across the door, and there's a big manure on the door, and you can't get in without tripping over it, maybe. But, you know, I don't want to make up my own uh, shimer. And Pasha says, you, it says you can't eat before you, before you light. So, we ate to the end of the end, but let's go back to the time by the Chaim. The uh, introduction we had last night. It's clear that there is an Isra Tzabah Chaim, Machlekes, whether it's Dereza or Dereabonon. The concept, which we're going to get into, Racham Avokalmaisa, is certainly a Dereza Dikla concept, if you can call it. And he started off with the famous Maisa with Rebbe, in the Gemara Bamatsia, where Rebbe, only on his Madrega, was Nitzvah Min Hashemayim when the animal ran for cover, the poor eagle. And uh, he realized he was going to get slaughtered, and he ran under Rebbe's kapota, and Rebbe told him, you should go, Kila Kachna Tzarta. That's why you were created. And Rebbe was punished for a long, long time with Yisurim. And then the Gemara says, the end of the Maisa was, Rebbe was uh, standing at home one time and he saw his, his uh, maid, who was a very big Chachama, but I'm so the Rebbe is the only maid quoted in Shas a couple of times. 
the only one. And she, um, she was sweeping, and she was sweeping some weasels out the door. Weren't dangerous weasels that they were, they wouldn't have been a shy, but they were a bit of a pesky thing, you know, you don't want it in the house. She's sweeping. Rebbe said, let him leave, let him go, let him leave him there. He didn't do that to him, he just did it because, well, it wasn't Tikkun. And right away they said, et rachmim on that, rachmim and a shamayim, and as he turned, went away. So weasels are like um, fancy rodents. So keep the story in mind, because we're going to discuss now, there are two, basically two branches, two schools of thought in Tzar Ba'alachayim. It definitely applies to Behemotimeus. The question is, does it apply to lowly creatures, such as Tagavim, the original Shaila, insects, weasels, rats? Uh, would it apply to fish? Or does it just apply to big animals like camels and mules and things like that, horses? Why should that be? We'll see both far as soon. But two fascinating streams of thought. He's going to start. Let's start in the bottom paragraph on page 133, the front page. The first sheet is going to discuss, which, by the way, would have been the Pashas of the Sugya. Tzabah Chaim applies to everything, hakol bakol, including insects. As I mentioned, the, the, uh, the, I don't know what to call it, the piece of information that's probably not accurate, that people like quoting that, uh, that insects don't have feelings is not documented. And uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Dr. Gelman says he has a friend who's uh, getting a PhD in pain in cockroaches. It's interesting PhD to get not exactly. I assume he didn't title that for his thesis, but um, but he's actually specializing in pain and insects. He says there's different forms of pain, but they, we have no rias that don't have pain. So I'm going to put that aside because that's not really nobody really says that in the Achrayim. There are other svaras of why they might be potum tzabachayim, but that's not one of them. So pashas is in the sugi applies to everything. Pashas near bottom paragraph sheis tzabachayim chal klapi kol balachayim. Beloi hevdali min gadol aramasatol el sheish laadomi balachayim. Doesn't make difference how big they are, how small they are, how much we get out of them, what talus they are, and he puts in the brackets mikarne reimim ad beitzekinim, which we'll get back to later. Hashem takes care of the biggest animals down to the tiny microscopic eggs of lice. Hasvar lekachim mikim shetochen isus abalachayim humaniya basar shal sar mi balachayim. Everybody has tsar. He's going to bring a number of rayas that tsar balachayim applies to all creatures on this earth. Page 134. Number one. Kol usually means everything. Sometimes rubakakulo, but he's assuming kapmash medivra kitzvah Shekasov, awesome in a Torah. It's interesting, the kids are Paskin, Saba Chaim, Zinisa, Dereisa. Awesome in a Torah, Lazar, Kobalachai, Adarabachai, Lahatzel, Kobalachai, Mitzar, Filu, Shel Hefker, Filu, Shel Nachri. So, okay, Paskins, we're dealing with this which means any suffix we have in the Sugya should be treated very, very seriously. He says, all Balachaim, no exceptions. And he says, you have to be proactive. Now, I want to put this out because we're going to have an interesting example later from a Chuvas Mari Tatz. Um, if you happen to be in a safari in Africa, which I don't suggest you go. If you do go, please take a minion and carry a gun or a big stick. Uh, but um, there are people who go on such things. You're on a safari and you see a... Um, who gets mauled by lions? Pick an animal. What? Antelopes. Okay. I was just going to say that. Uh, so you see a poor antelope getting mauled by a lion. You have a gun, lion doesn't. What should you do? 
Troy say, take some pictures? Choice B, smile so they can take a picture of you in front of the lion as you're on a tour. Or choice number three, rescue that poor antelope. Uh, does anybody hold, I won't say your name, so you can feel free to raise your hand by, uh, we have, it's a free, free country. Anybody hold choice number C? Is Achiv, Al Piyalacha, Rashkafa to save the poor antelope? I think, again, I hope Peter doesn't hear this, I think that's ridiculous. How can that be an option? Hashem created the world that this uh, survival of the fittest sort of uh, dog eat dog, uh, lion eat antelope, whatever you want to call it. That's the way the world goes around. So, um, I, think Peter, I think Peter only has a problem with people treating animals. Oh, yeah? Animals. Okay. That's strange. I don't know how they're going to explain it, but I'll tell you how I'm going to explain it. And you'll see why they're not going to be comfortable with my explanation. It's an important ashkafa, by the way. Do you ever think, if you, look, if you know anything about nature, have you ever seen things? It's pretty, a pretty cruel world out there. I mean, you got big fish eating little fish, and you got the. It's very, it's a dangerous world. Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna explain, I'm gonna explain why, why I hold this a like why I think Hakadosh Baruch Hu created the world like that. That doesn't say anything. People mean, okay, but does it's not Peter B B B whatever the other thing is. It's plain Peter. Okay, so Lashitasi, I hope Lashita Sakosh Baruch, that makes a lot of sense. Lashitasa makes no sense. I'll get to that in a minute. Okay, if you hold human beings are just glorified chimpanzees, that, that, that the chilik should not be made. We don't hold like that, Baruch Hashem. But the whole thing is, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a circular reason, because if, if a person is already a balsakal enough to be able to treat an animal with ethics, right. that means that the person is. Of course! Is on a we don't have to frame for PETA. That's not what we hear. They, 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 they're wrong on many issues. I'm not saying we, we, we agree with them. It's a concept of Sabbath that we, we do agree with that point. Uh, the basic premise in Yiddishkeit, in our Hashem, is that animals are created for human use. And if you shecht them, shecht them in the most humane way. If you're fishing, we'll discuss that later. Um, but we're supposed to not cause more harm than necessary, more damage than necessary. But they're created for us, clearly, for human hana, not just for human necessity. Why, let me go back a step. So why did Hashem create the world that it looks so cruel out there? Um, if you're ever um, looking to get, uh, we have about uh, the same four videos in our house. I keep getting Chazar and Chazar and Chazar. Aryeh knows every single animal in the Chumash with all seven sheetas and Mishanim seven times over. It's a wonderful thing. There's a person who put out uh, the terror, what's it called? Did you ever see? Yeah, it's phenomenal. Did you ever see the videos on that? Phenomenal. You can mamish learn all of the and over there aren't that many kosher videos you can learn something from. And then we have a couple of chasna videos and then a couple of camp videos and camp aguda. You know, that's where it starts getting thin. Uh, so, um, so we know all the head counselors names by heart also. So, so it's a phenomenal. The footage there is. I'm just. I'm mentioning this. If it's Hanukkah season, I'm not advocating you get a present for your child because it's still unclear where that came from. Hanukkah gelt is an old Jewish minig. Hanukkah presents. I'll let you figure that out. Uh, but with that said, with that said, if you're getting something, get something fun and educational. I mean, he, he's Amish, he, this is recreation. He chazes over the, I think he has like four or five DVDs out already. No? What? Cash? The money, the minute was coins. Kitsa says presents? Like, like uh, backgammon sets and teddy bears? I don't the, uh, that's what I'm saying. I think they rewrote it. Yeah, I think I think that part got mixed up with the American scene. But okay, look, if it's kosher, 
You know, somebody, somebody emailed me tonight a picture of his kid, something from the shul. So cute. He said he got his kid first night of Hanukkah, a new chumash, a five-year-old, and he ran right away, gave his father a big hug, and sat down and insisted on learning for an hour. That's pretty good. So if you're going to get a present, it should be something meaningful. I'm not saying if you got a regular present that they can just have fun with, you're, uh, you're going to be put out to cold. But it, these, these videos are, if you have no videos in your house, ashrecha. But if you have to get a few, it's kids are going to do. These are very educational, very exciting. I walk by, it's in the homework room, if anybody's been to my house, um, so well, you've been there. So I walk by every time I leave the house. The area is sitting at the the thing. It's mamish scary. It's like gory. <laughs> the footage he has on the animals that are getting diced and, and, and slaughtered and, and it's like, mamish, uh, it's, it's rough out there. So, hayitachin. So why Hashem? We're now going to learn the explore Hashkafa of Rachma v'kalmaisav. Hashem wants Rachmim. Hashem doesn't want cruelty. So why did Hashem create a world where the animals are the exact opposite? So anybody want to venture a guess? It looks like that from the One second. We weren't we weren't allowed to eat animals after the mamble. Were the animals preying on each other before the mamble? I don't think you have a raya that they weren't. That's a chiddush. You want to say that? You have a raya the animals weren't, weren't predators? If you could find it, I'd be interested. Yeah, I have to know. It's a machalik zvam in the raya, but I don't know if you can say, hey, make a yes, shoot them with that. What? He did. The Zemetrisha says he was feeding worms to one of the other ones, and he, uh, he did. He took, he, took, he took other creatures in. I think, again, Hashem probably has five million reasons for doing it this way, but I, I think that Dafka to show the, the contrast, to show that these, these creatures are here to serve us, and Hashem created a whole balance of nature where this is how it works, and, and we are supposed to rise above that and work on Amidus, and not do that. Most human, that's why I got the Peter. Most human beings think that we're just glorified animals and we should be killing each other, if not physically, but proverbially. They should be, you know, dog eat dog and survival the fittest. And we should be Eshlehava in competition and, you know, shech figuratively shech the other guy to get ahead because that's what animals do and therefore we're just like animals. So why not? That's the way the business world works. No? Martha, you've been to Manhattan recently? I mean, you've seen the, you know. That's the way people think, right? Well, you know, I'm here, survival of the fittest, and that's, uh, that's it. You know, I, don't, I don't have to apologize for that. That's, uh, all, all is fair in business. And, um, and they learn that from the, the animal kings. That's where Hashem built the world. I think Hashem Stavka is showing us uh, a contrast, but that's probably just the tip of the iceberg. I'd like to see if you find uh, any Mepharshim would say that before the marble wasn't like that. wouldn't be a kasha on this, but it just shows the world was tam tame across, across, across the board. In order to make up for the right humans, 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 lot eat fish. Even the animals, everybody was eating fish. No? That was the washing. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. They would get. I don't know. I don't, was. Do you think other mission was allowed to? Uh, I don't know. But whatever the case may be, the point is the fact that the animals are killing each other every day. I think that it doesn't make sense that we should have to be proactive to save an animal. Now, if the animal, if the lion mauled the antelope and then for some reason didn't just it back to the cave and left it to die and it's writhing in pain, then there'd be a mitzvah to take your gun and put it out of its misery. And we're going to get to that. That's the difference. 
but to stop, be proactive to protect them against their own men would not be uh, would not be in order. And I will I will get back to that because I have a kasha from it from the Mari Tats. Again, the Kitzur Paskin is also in the Torah Tzar Kol Ba'Achai Adra Ba'Achai Ba'Atzal Kol Ba'Achai Mitzar Afilu Shal Hefker Afilu Shal Nochri. Dovazem is Bar Third Paragraph Gamadiv Sefer Charedim Kasher Shisa Sal Ba'Achaim Hu Anaf It's a branch Mitzvah Valach to Bedrochov. It's also emulated Kodesh Baruch Hu's Midus. Shama Chazal Mahu Rachma Fatar Rachum Mitzib Ba'Is Bar Rachum of Al Kol Meisiv. Gamech Sam Sefer Shalomi Meposik Rachum of Al Kol Meisiv. As the Makar Lisa Sal Ba'Achaim, he learns that as a source. It's not limited to any particular species. That's why I brought it up. That's why this is, and, I, and I, there might be other pshat. It's a very deep question because we're going to be focused on our. our you got to emulate the Rachma of Kamaisev, and and you look you look at these at the Torah Museum, and it's vicious. Mamish, uh, everybody, like without exception, you got to. I'd be a nervous wreck if I were an animal. You can't sit still for one minute. You should see them. every every time there's somebody jumping on them. As soon as they have something, then a bird swoops down, then a snake comes over here. It's mamish. Uh, so, hello, Deverhu. That has to be a reason why Kosh Baruch did it that way. I'm not claiming I have the answer. You're saying it sounds like a steer to Racham Avokamaisev. So, I think Racham Avokamaisev means that at the end of the day, there's a Cheshpin, and Hashem has part of the beauty of what he did. Who was a rabbi? Deutsch. Part of the genius of what he did is he shows you, besides identifying the animals, and talks about the Mishnahis and the Gemaras that speak about them, and how to touch the Pasuk, he brings all the Bishainim. Um, he also shows how the godless Niflis Aberi and Hashem gave each animal a certain tool of how to defend itself. And that's part of, if you ever read any of these books on animals, they have, it's, you know, going from the porcupine to the skunk to the, uh, skunk has got to be the most original of all of them. Uh, but, uh, so you'll say, well, Hashem gave himself this, so why, it still begs the question, why did Hashem create the world where they have to survive in other animals and then give them the protection that the, the species doesn't become extinct? without human intervention, which sometimes makes them extinct, but that's humans, humanity's fault. Uh, so that's a good question. I don't have an answer to that question. Uh, I, I, I'm sure some, some Jewish philosopher speaks about it. I'd like to know. Uh, I never researched it. It doesn't, bother, it doesn't keep me up at night, but it, it is an interesting question about the Bria, why Hashem uh, has this dichotomy in place. Yeah? It doesn't seem so different than the way that the nations of the world, at least uh, the Rebbe mentioned. Ah, then it's Siv. Yeah, the problem is, okay, let me chazer over what he's referring to. I, I mentioned on a number of occasions, uh, one of the most fascinating machlekesim that affect like a couple of billion people throughout the century, uh, yeah, war. Is it mutter for a nation to, to fight a war against another nation? So a defensive battle is certainly mutter, even though it's not so pasha, what's the makar of habadahocha, hashem, v'harga? But let's assume gun can defend themselves. Can they go on the offensive to take over like what Iraq did to Kuwait? It's my favorite example. They're all like that, but that, like in modern history, that was like jarring. Like they just went over the border and they wanted oil. So, is that mutter? So, Sam Sefer, we're quoting over here, says, absolutely not. Ritzicha is one of those iron mitzvahs. You can't legalize Ritzicha. It doesn't make difference to do Ritzicha. One person with a million people, it's Ritzicha. Which I would have thought, I'm not taking sides, I would have thought it was the Pashup shop. And then Ritziv says, an unbelievable chiddish, twice in Chomish, in Pashas Nayach and in Kiseitse, he says, uh, he says, Lashon Kach, Naisid Ha'ilam. He says, that's the way the world goes around. He says, well, you expect countries to get along. 
Interesting. Uh, we expect people to get along. We can't expect countries to get along. Countries are created through different uh, ethnic backgrounds, different uh, geographical locations. You can't expect them to get along. It's hard enough to get the people in the city to get along. So he says, how do you expect them to uh, behave themselves? So Sam Sefer says, I expect them to mind their own business. So Siv would say, well, how do you think empires were built? So Siv holds that it's mutter. I don't think he holds means chasidus, but he holds it's, uh, it's mutter. He holds it's not. So, so the question is, if, if, if Sam kills Joe, he's chay misa, and if Sam's family, both clan, does a clan war with another clan, which was common, so they're all chay misa. If a sovereign government declares war, another government, Siv holds his mutter. Where the cutoff point is, I have no idea. Well, however, you figure out what's the sovereign government, they have to have their own flag, their own currency. I get ways to figure out what a country is. It's, it's a big enough Camino, whether they're Chai Misa or not. And the Chassam Sefer had a Lachlamaisa. Somebody, a, a Jewish guy in Hungary, wanted to join the army. Why would a Jewish fellow in Hungary want to join the army? Was he out of his mind? Why would, it's like, it's a Chuvan. A guy asked, Can I join the army? Is there any problem up here? Why do you think he wanted to join the army? It wasn't for adventure. That's an American Zach. They had enough adventure in Europe, <laughs> enough violence. They wouldn't have to join the army. He, Pasha needed food. He didn't have a panasa. The army fed you. That was one of the problems. The Simon Sefer says you can't. It's Chil Shabbos. It's a trafe. It's a terrible atmosphere. And it's Messiah, Dei because they have no right to be fighting half the battles they're fighting. That's where he says the Shita. So that's so what you're referring to. It seems like there's, in a certain sense, it's like a subjective morality um, you know, for each. You know, every, every nation has their own, their own moral questions that they have to Okay, so, so the animals have their own. Uh, so Hashem gives roughly gives each each and every single one of the species right. what they need in order to keep on generating what what. Um, yeah, that's you have to say. The rachamim is to have them survive. The bederach hatever they wouldn't survive, and Hashem protects them anyway. Yeah, you're saying there's no hashkacha protus. There's no hashkacha protus on individual animals. Right. Correct. Yeah, yeah, they have so to. Right. Now again, we don't know. Just like you can't measure pain in animals, it's hard to we know they're having pain. You know, they they look like nervous hilarious to me. They're always moving around, moving their head, moving this. So I always wonder why they did that. After you see a couple of these clips, you don't wonder anymore. Uh, it's just you got to constantly have your antenna up and the ears perked, or else you're going to get killed. So um, we would find that very draining. Maybe they find that exhilarating. I don't know. Uh, but uh, so it's hard to know what I should. What? Right, right, right. Okay, okay. I guess if that's the norm, then you're in a Hanami. Yeah, that's different. Every, that's not a machlekes. I'm glad you brought that. That's not a machlekes in the Sivan of Sam Sefer. They're talking about Goyim. In, in Bayidin, it's a Pusak. He says, And that's the source. You're allowed to fight Muhammad Shus. That's also a Kiddish Nifla. Because you fight a Muhammad Shus just to make money, and you're putting people in danger. They're putting people in danger. But that's mutter. <laughs> Pure, unadulterated capitalism. Uh, and you should know, David Amel tried. Remember that cabinet meeting, the Gemara Brachas? They said, uh, we're really having a pretty severe uh, recession. Uh, and he said, uh, yeah, we tried that, but it's not working. And we really need something to boost us out. It's interesting, the Gemara... What the Pella is, is that they figured out what, what FDR didn't even know. You know. Everybody credits FDR with pulling us out of the Depression. Anybody a student of economic history, he tried. What ultimately pulled us out was World War II. Nothing mobilized an economy like a war. 
And Davra, he could have asked Davra, I could have read the Gemara Bracha, saved everybody 10 years of, of a lot of pain and anguish. Just wouldn't look funny because America's isolation is they didn't want to start a war. What? Somebody else's war. Yeah, Vada, off your turf. Yeah, otherwise destroy a lot of buildings. Moskim. Moskim, yeah. If you're dropping bombs in your city, it's not very good for the... Although the cleanup afterwards does boost the economy. Uh, look at Iraq. What? Yeah, cleanup afterwards, yeah. But during, during it kind of gets people depressed. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, right. right. The bad news is there's no city. The good news is we have a lot of jobs coming. Yeah. So uh, that's sort of what happened in Kuwait. Uh, so, um, so it's interesting how the Gemara, like everything's in the Gemara. This like basic economy. How do you pull a strong country that should be thriving out of a depression? So uh, FDR didn't learn Davyami. He had a lot of other vices besides that. Uh, but uh, but Lamaisa, any, any, any honest student of history will know that's what pulled him out. Anyway, Everything is in the Torah. Going on with the bottom paragraph. Vazais Nitin Ladayak. Oh boy, it's 946. Okay, we'll have to continue this. I told you it's going to be an interesting topic. I apologize. There's no share Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. I, uh, I encourage everybody to learn anyway. And the Mitzvah Shem, uh, we will uh, continue the Thursday afterwards. We'll have the